Hello and welcome back to the Football Index Podcast Extra, the Figcast Extra, as everyone likes to coin it, or the PandaCast, as some of you like to coin it. Uh, if you may have noticed, there was some new introductory music, and there'll be some new outro music as well. That's from my good friend Manuka Music. Uh, some of that music has actually not been released yet, so that's a little exclusive weird one for you. Uh, but if you are into that kind of music, then hit him up, Manuka Music, M A. And the UK, a like the the honey. But I'm rejoined after one week sabbatical by the man himself, Sporting Panda. How are you doing, mate? Very well, very well. I've returned, very well. Yeah, returned from my deathbed, which is good. And uh, it's funny actually because I didn't, I didn't feel a hundred percent when we did our last Figcast extra, which was the um, PB Matrix one, wasn't it, with Luar Luar and ASP? And I remember I didn't feel 100% on the Wednesday before that. And then obviously I had to read that 60-page document. And uh, I think that PB Matrix finished me. So it took me, it's taken me two weeks to recover from that. Yeah. Mm. Do you and think so it's the dreaded, um, the dreaded C word? Uh, I don't think so. But who knows? Who knows? Um, I kind of felt rough most of last week. I didn't have the breathlessness, though. So that's one of the big telltale signs, isn't it? But then again... It's really unusual, isn't it, to catch flu-like symptoms in the middle of June or middle of May. So perhaps it was, perhaps it was. Um, but yeah, back on my feet. Family's all good, so that's the main thing. And uh, I'm raring to go. Um, but I tell, I tell you what's funny, doing well. Glad I tell you what's well. funny. Go on. So obviously on my deathbed, I've, I've made a couple of purchases here. And uh, <laughs> I've basically bought myself, thanks to you, a PSM1 shock mount and a radio arm. You know, bless me, getting all excited. Oh, a little podcast career I've got. And uh, no, it doesn't work. So it doesn't fit. So not only have I come back to faulty equipment, that doesn't fit the microphone. So that's number one piece of betrayal from you. Secondly, FBI trader, who actually he does, he's a really good bloke, isn't he? But you know, he's breathing down my neck. <laughs> so in the in the last two weeks, my career's all you know, it's almost gone up in smoke. So I've got no equipment to work with here, and uh, yeah, a very popular um, guy that, that appeared last week. So a week is a long time in football. Index That's world, what I mean. Everything. I, I just you know, I didn't even get the same number of questions today. Life comes at you fast. You still got about twenty though, <laughs> didn't you? 20 ish. Oh, I, I don't like to look because the whole point is I try and answer them blindly. So I haven't <laughs> seen how many, but someone said, No, you've lost the magic. So, uh, but I did I did listen to last week and uh, he's bloody good FBI. Trip. He's a smart man, isn't he? If my days are numbered, you know, so, so be it. <laughs> I think I think a few people are calling calling for my head, actually. The two, have you seen that? A few. Yeah, let's, I've seen let's, I mean, let, let's make the stars yeah. align. Can can think completely. <laughs> I've got, I've got some loyal fans out there. I mean, I couldn't get out my drive. I had to walk up the drive, inundated with mail, get well soon cards. So the loyal fans are stuck with me. Uh, but sadly, the um, the more fickle ones, as you say, a week's a long time and they've, they've moved on to a far superior model in FBI trader. Oh, that would hurt um, me if I had, to, I had to be kicked off my own podcast. But, you know, it is what it is, right? It, yeah. And so what, what have I... What's... Um, it's been quiet, isn't it? What's been going on? I, I mean, about Mark, all of <laughs> apart from that, nothing much has happened at all, mate. You missed absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, Mark, like, let's talk a little bit about the market itself before, because we are going to yeah. probably talk about all the books for the 40 minutes after this or whatever mm. long we go on for. But um, mm. 
Uh, so Musa Dembele go up 30p overnight, which I thought was uh, a bit nutty. What would you, you make of that? I mean, we don't have that. I, I was saying to you before, you know, not much has happened in the market. There's been a few more creepers in the Bundesliga, the Highlands, the the couple of others, um, the, the um, loads of other Bundesliga players. I think that a few of the Gladbach boys uh, all rising a little bit, but not nothing too substantial. But this one has taken me by yeah. surprise. I... Um... Yeah, Dembele and Ossiman, two two French strikers, um, had both of them at one stage actually, and yeah, links won't surprise me for them. Um, Dembele, uh, specifically today, that is a very weak source. Um, I think that's linked into. It's the not markets. even. It's not even like Tesco's basic ketchup, is it? No, and the and the odd thing is what I look for. Like I try and always think about things in a in a kind of simplistic view. It's very weird that I think it's a Spanish source. Why would they have intel on a French player? You know, that's usually kind of rule one that I look for. I try and marry up, you know, if it's L'Equipe, they probably have a bit more of an insight into some of the French goings, you know, comings and goings. Um, so the source was strange. Do I think it's a possibility? You know, um, I guess yes, especially if Igalo goes back to China. But I'm not sure they have the, the financial firepower to go for Dembele. But then again, I do think Leon need to sell him. So I understand where these links are. are um, coming from but the rise was really encouraging for me because i people um, have put two together two and two together though haven't they because what you've just mentioned even though it's a a, a weak source we just called it yeah. like a tesco's basic yeah. ketchup yeah, 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 yeah. um they've put two and two together with the fact that leon their president has come out and said you know um uh it, what has he said he said oh without european football or without the league continuing we're probably gonna lose you know, mm, X amount mm, of money. Mm. We're probably gonna have to sell players. You know, guys like mm. Awa, Dembele. Oh yeah, Hossamwa. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, they've got Dene, yeah, the keeper Anthony Lopez. There's quite a few players that could be yeah. on the hit. Oh, I yeah. mean, Memphis Depay. We haven't even mentioned him. I mean, the other thing that's happened since you, you've been gone is Liga getting cancelled. But we can we can talk about that after. I yeah. Guess. So that. So maybe it sounds harsh, but. I don't particularly like journalists. I think they're very lazy and poor at their job. There are obviously some very good ones, but there's a lot of junk. Mm. And um, yeah, since Leon have been kind of pushed out of Europe because of the league and being cancelled, these links were naturally going to crop up, weren't they? Hossamwar yeah. and Memphis and, uh, and Dembele. So this is just the start. And I think they're an easy, easy stories to write. Oh, um, so but... easy. Yeah. Young, and, but... young players from a selling club going to a yeah, Premier League yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, not hard yeah. to put. It's a really interesting club, though, because Dembele, um, yeah, that's one thing. And I think it shows the thirst that the market still has for transfers. And, you know, I'm I'm a fairly large Jude Bellingham holder. And I guess logic there being that I think there's a strong chance he goes to Manchester United. You know, I have it at 60 to 70 percent. Uh, there's massive upside on that for me. I think he absolutely flies. You know, the, I can see the headlines now, the biggest British transfer since um, since Rooney, arguably. You know, you might get that type of media coverage. If he does go to Dortmund, then, you know, you may have a little drop. But then I think naturally the comparison is to Sancho and people might still be uh, intrigued by the price. So the drop on Dortmund versus the kind of upside on United. I think it's there. And I think that was kind of cemented today for me when I saw the Dembele rise. So I was encouraged by that rise today. And I think it's just a little taste of what we've got to come this summer. I think there'll be a lot, won't there, on, on transfer rises and falls. There it's will. quite a volatile place as it is. There will. There'll be some uh, exciting opportunities, won't there, over summer. I mean, it's... Um, it's Do one you of... think... Um, I tell you what I meant to I'm so eager. I keep cutting you off. This is bad. <laughs> I tell you what, as um, you know, I'm a massive... Uh, well, 
fairly big Phil Foden fan. Um, Hossamoir, if he does move from Leon to City, and I think Pep gave he loves uh, him, doesn't he? He like, gave him a lot of compliments when they played. Was it last year in the Champions League? It was it? when I think City won four two, but I think yeah. I think Leon did quite well away, didn't they? They they did, and didn't he single out Hossamoir and yeah. then Dombele? Yeah, uh, I think he liked them both. So that link is an interesting one, but my goodness, it hurts Foden if Hossamoir goes there, doesn't it? Stunt yeah. progress. Yeah, I think. Um, I think most of Foden's minutes would probably come out wide, whereas I think Awar's probably more of a um, mm, mm. kind of a, a, a ten or a or an eight in a in a four three three. He can play out wide, but not not as he's not as good out wide as I think Phil Foden is out wide. I think I don't know if you know would is I look at it like do City have the money? Probably yes, definitely yes. Um, do they need someone like him when they have Foden in the ranks? I'm I'm not too sure, uh, especially when you've got Bernardo Silva who can also play inside. You've got Gunnan, um, you've got Rodri, you've got Fernandinho, you've got De Bruyne. There's quite a few players there. Um, you know, I, I look at maybe the other teams, the Arsenal's, the the you know the Chelsea's, um, maybe even the Liverpool's. You know, uh, we're, we're always talking about kind of like have they ever really replace Coutinho I know they've completely shifted system but there's been a lot of criticism particularly against for example uh, Atletico Madrid at home it was so you can imagine how easy it was for Simeone to um, to kind of get into training and be like look we know what they're going to do they're going to get it out to Trent Alexander-Arnold and he's going to try and slice us open whether it's a whether it's a through ball to one of those three three forwards whether it's a cross into the box and as long as you mark those guys that are coming in late then you're you're kind of all right and you sit in a deep block and you kind of absorb pressure you counter and it worked wonders you know you play that game a hundred times Liverpool probably win 70 times out of 100 but it, it was decent odds for Atletico going into that game and I think um when you look at that, Naby Keita was supposed to be the guy that comes in and gives them that something different when it's against the deep block. Because I think Liverpool, when they come up against the Cities, the, the Arsenal's, the the Chelsea's, the United's this season, they've been it's been pretty straightforward for them. But it's been more when they come up against those really deep blocks when Salah, Mane, they don't have any space when Firmino's getting um, kind of the, the the space in between the lines is getting really squeezed and there's a really deep block to try and kind of block um, Trent Alexander-Arnold's influence. It's very easy for them. So, I, I you know, I've gone into a, a lot of depth there, but those Crikey. kind of teams, I think, are probably going to be looking at a player like Awar more than yeah, maybe... Yeah. The, I think there's been rumours of Juventus in the past, but I don't know. It's, it's an yeah. interesting one. It, I get nervous talking about Liverpool because, my gosh, we've got some passionate and knowledgeable Liverpool fans out there. And Dude. I know what you mean. This wasn't even vintage Atletico because, no. you know, when they had Diego Guadin and they used to play Real Madrid and Barca in the league and they got to the Champions League final, didn't they? And they got knocked out in um, extra time. Um, yeah, God, they're just, they were incredible at resetting those two banks of four. And they used to just gobble up crosses, didn't they? Um, and they did—they do still do that with, with high effect. But the thing is about that game, and um, I don't know why we've gone into this, but Liverpool were just stuttering a little bit back then. If you remember, they had the, I don't know if it was before or not, but they lost at Vicarage Road to Watford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, the struggled. first league loss. Yeah, they struggled against uh, Wolves away. I think that oh, at home, was it? Well, the away game, they relied on a late Firmino winner. Yes, but yeah, I, 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 I think I think Adama was quite dangerous on the counter attack, and they looked a little bit leggy. And I remember, I remember saying to PB man, because obviously from a sports gambling perspective, like, I'm surprised that Klopp didn't freshen things up. It felt like a lot of minutes, and 
the, there was a lot of strain on that team. And it just felt like they were coming to a bit of a natural kind of peak and crescendo a bit too early. And I don't know if they were at their best versus Atletico. Although saying that, they did actually dominate them that night, didn't they? Yeah. So, um, anyway, we've, we've, we've around the wood long enough. I that's think. just so... Uh, do we, we give the people what they want now, I think. What do they want? I think we've, we've got to talk about the, uh, the, the announcement. Oh, can I tell you what? I'll tell you what one go other on, thing go before on, we go, go to the announcement really quickly. You've got a lot did to get off the, your chest, don't you? Did you see the video of Tammy Abraham going around? Uh, was it, it the one where basically... he kicks the ball into the, the window? No, it was okay. the video of uh, 26 sitters that he's apparently missed this year. And um, I watched that video, and it's funny how beauty's in the eye of the beholder because I look at the video, and rather than slate him, I think, my God, I'm loving the positions he's getting into. You know, first year back in the Premier League, first year under Lampard. I'm kind of encouraged by his movement and himself getting the chances. And yeah, he's missed a lot, but I often think we give young strikers a hard time. And I think about Suarez when he kept hitting the woodwork before he kind of become more consistent. Lewandowski, if you look at him at a very young age compared to now, you know, I think there's encouraging signs for Tammy Abraham. And it, and it just reminded me to bring him up because we spoke about Moussa Dembele and obviously, yeah, there's a video of these sitters being missed and people hammering him. Hammering him. But if you look at Tammy Abraham's XG on uh, well, various sources, the one I've got here, it's 13.4, his expected goals based on his chances. That is what, you know, people believe he should have scored on the modules. But he scored 13 goals. So 13 to 13.4. It's not criminally... Um, he's not criminally underperforming based on his chance quality. Now, obviously, Harry Kane was know... overperforming massively. I think at the start of the season, and then he and dragged then he got, it back. Yeah, did he? I, okay, yeah. up. Um, I mean, he has missed a lot of big chances this year, but yeah. if you you just see the room, so is a Bamiyang though. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's one I, of those got... things that uh, you either get better at finishing or you get into the positions, the good positions, more often. Either way, it usually results in more goals, doesn't it? That's fair. I wonder because you know um, Andy Cole used to get hammered didn't he for needing four chances to score one we didn't really have xg around then so i don't know how accurate that statement is but um but the bottom line is tammy did have a lot of missed chances this year i think he had 17 on the official premier league site big chance missed so i'm just i don't know i'll just um that was an entry out a side point for next season i'm kind of um yeah i haven't bought any but i think um there's potential to grow but anyway yeah anyway uh talk to me because i've already made a video uh i think a lot of people have, have watched it or, or heard my thoughts on the timeline so far about the matching engine announcement that was yesterday what what are your thoughts mm. off the bat um, we, we we had a little uh, chat earlier yesterday as well but yeah positive good th- good signs any constructive yeah. criticism no i think um i think that it's obviously a learning curve for us all and um this is this was going to be hard anyway for the football index uh, brand to launch I think in this in this community and I think the community has generally acted fairly negatively to a lot of announcements whether it be IPD super match day points like there's always a little bit of um, I don't know trepidation with change and I don't blame people and you know it's daunting for us all so I think we need to kind of share and and uh, your video does a good job of that like we need to help and learn because I mean obviously I've used order books now for I don't know 14 15 years but how I use them on Betfair is very different to obviously the model of Football Index and how they're going to be built here. So first thought is, yeah, it's a learning curve and I understand all of the questions and some of the noise. What I don't have a lot of time for is the scaremongering and the negativity around it, because this is a hugely positive thing for the platform. And, you know, the partnership with Nasdaq is it's, it's amazing and um, the health of the platform long term this provides it. So I'm very excited about Alderbooks. I think Alderbook Lite 
is very encouraging for the next what six hang on we've got to the 31st of july haven't we commission free to make bids so i think that's a nice window to bring that in and you know there'll be some teething pains there'll be some some probably it issues and there, there'll be some niggles that you know we need to go through and iron out ahead of the new season when it potentially launches fully um so i like that we're getting this little kind of free window to trial it it opens up a whole new avenue of buying it gives me flexibility it gives me maneuverability on some of my holds so i was thinking about one of my holds that i've mentioned in the past um and i'm trying to sell him and i don't know you can edit it out if you want but i don't particularly want todd cantwell at the moment okay i want to sell him he's been in the queue for about god knows how many weeks if you provide me with order books and this matching engine i might be able to sell him what's he now two pound sixty I could sell him at £2.20 or £2.30 to someone else. And that really suits me because it gives me the cash to then go and buy more of Sancho or whoever I particularly want to buy. And, you know, this other guy, wow, what an opportunity he gets as well. He picks up Todd Cantwell, who is a very young, promising player, at £2.20, £2.30. So I don't understand how anyone can see order books in a negative light. Do you, do you think that's fair? I, I think that's fair. So I think I think you know, I, I've I've kind of come up with my uh, three principles of fig with this, right? I think I was I was describing you to uh, three yeah. principles of fig. The three principles when it comes to these uh, matching engines. Uh, so I, I wrote a tweet and I said, look, when I thought about this, right, I thought about it from the from the user's perspective, and that's like all users. And then I thought about it about the type type of users that FI want to attract, right? which are the big whales that the people that have been trading on markets before etc and then i thought about it from fi's perspective so i thought those are the three key things in my eyes those were the three key things in my eyes to to kind of think about uh with this announcement okay so for a lot of traders who will be using the bidding system regularly and this won't be all people i think maybe 60 70 percent of people will will be using these order uh, bids and a lot of people will just be using the, the the market buyer and the market sell as usual so for the people like you and i panda who will probably get into the the bidding side of things at some point uh and and probably take up other people's bids with instant sales we get the opportunity to buy cheaper which wasn't there before which is amazing right if you just take everything it, apart it's so incredible you, you you put that statement out there we get the opportunity to buy players cheaper than they currently are that is the, the first the first point right now for everyone right for everyone if there was no commissions on the two percent and this is why i wrote these three things down because i was trying to wrestle and understand why if i have done what they've done but if there was no commissions on those buy side orders then it would reduce the liquidity of market sell as fewer people would market buy right and that's detrimental to the to the to the the, the people who don't want to get involved with bids and that is better for the liquidity of market sell and market buy thirdly it means more people market buy right meaning fi are still able to make substantial amounts of money by issuing bets i think those three points and look you can you can constructively criticize them i think those three points cover about 80 to 90 percent of of my thinking just just simply put in those in those three bullet points uh, yeah i think you've done a good job i think that's quite succinct i'm um I, I was hoping we'd get i haven't looked at the questions but i'm hoping there's some negative questions in there because i'm genuinely interested in in how people are being negative about the announcement 
Um, I, I had I had some uh, a conversation with someone today that said that they'd right. prefer that they'd prefer it would have just become four percent on instant sales and no buy side commission. What what were your thoughts on that? Oh, I haven't even thought about that. So it's put me under the spot. Four percent on instant sales. Yeah, um, on just the sell side rather, not instant sales. Oh, while I think of it, can you tell me your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I just think I just think if you had the four percent side of things, then um, then we wouldn't. It's just it's just against the fig principle two and three. <laughs> I didn't write the fig principle two and three down. Hold but it, hold I'm just it. going back to them in my head. But yeah, I mean, it, it's against the having more liquidity on the market buy side and the market sell side, right? It would stop that happening if there was only sell comms because people would just try and undercut with bids as close to market buy as possible if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean i first when i saw the two percent being added on the bids my initial thought before i kind of thought about it and maybe why they're adding it in is i just thought it was purely business driven and i have no problem for that because i've always said the health of football index is my primary concern and, you know, Football Index Flourish, that's great for me as a kind of early investor and in terms of dividend increases, et cetera, et cetera. So that was my first thought. Why not? You know, if I'm picking up, I don't know, sorry, if someone else is picking up Cantwell at £2.30, that's a whole new opportunity for them. So 2% on that, it, it to me, why not do it? You know, I don't see a problem with it. Some people would say greed. So I initially looked at it from a purely business standpoint, but... Then I kind of spoke to you and I I can kind of see why there has to be an incentive to buy from the market. Um, otherwise, everyone would be kind of dropping down and using the match engine. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, um, yeah, I had, I had no issue with it. And I think that it's important. We're, I'm not just an FI mouthpiece, you know, so I was critical of the uh, transfer dividend being brought in 13 days in January. I was critical around uh, the super match day dividends and the kind of wording and clumsiness of that. So I will try and be critical where possible, but I was struggling to find any negatives with last night's announcement. I mean, maybe if you, you thought they were going to put loads of fireworks and rockets on about dividend increases and stuff, but I'm afraid that's on you. I mean, I knew it was going to be around NASDAQs and phase one of it. So I, I, I thought we were going to have a mechanical announcement. So yeah. It hit the spot for me. Mm. Um, I, I do... I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, go on, one other thing. Go on, go on. I'll just think of it. Um, a lot of erroneous tweets, in my opinion, have been around how your portfolio is going to be valued and how the prices of players are going to be dropped. Mm. Because if we think about Betfair and we think about a very illiquid market on Betfair, so, I don't know, in a tennis match, uh, da -da -da, set one winner. You know you can bet on who is going to win the first set. Yeah. Because there's generally not a lot of money in that market, it's very volatile. And as you can imagine, point by point, it jumps around a lot in front mm -hmm, of you. Mm -hmm. So even with a third-party piece of software, like a bet angel or something, and a ladder kind of structure, it's difficult sometimes to catch the price. And the price moves to where the last exchanged price occurred, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, with FI, that to me was never going to happen. They are not going to want a volatile market, especially in the next, I don't know, good period of time, because it serves no real purpose and there isn't enough liquidity on each player's. So yeah. if we think about how this is going to work, and I don't know the actual answer to it, and to an extent, it doesn't bother me too much because I do have full trust in FI and I don't think it's in their interest. It isn't your job, is drop it? it? No, <laughs> but 
I do think, you know, if I instant sell 600 Todd Cantwell, uh, not instant sell, sorry, if I match 600 shares to be sold of him to somebody else, so we ex we swap those shares over, do you think that drops the price a penny? Uh, figure? Because I don't. I don't think that will affect the dynamic of the price. I think they'll look at it as the bets have still been placed on Todd Campbell. They've just been exchanged. Um, they've just been exchanged. And the difference now is if you instant sell a player now, um, you're closing your bet off because you're selling it to Football Index, arguably. So the bet's closed, which drops it a penny. But if I, you, believe... if I list 900 shares of Todd Cantwell to the market, the... it drops Correct. a penny. Correct. That will be what happens, yes. Yeah. So the matching engine won't have an impact, I don't believe, on the price, but the market price and the market listing and buying, that will affect your price. So if I add chunks of 600 shares to sell to market, then, yeah, every chunk will drop it a penny like it does now. Um, so that's how the price movement will operate to me, and that whole scaremongering, I, I didn't buy it at all. I want to make. Two, I wanted to ask you that. I was going to make two other quick comments, right? Yeah, uh, sure. just just while I'm there, the the 300 max on each order, yes, and the 60 percent bid zone. I thought they were actually quite clever things to do because I think FI Brilliant. maybe maybe looked at it and went, okay, if we make it unlimited, 100 percent bid zone, and we make it, you can put as many shares in as we want. That's going to spread the. That's going to make the liquidity very thin. It's going to make it a very thin Absolutely. market because, for Absolutely. example, you're you're quite a big portfolio holders, and also making it a max 10, 10 bids at the same time, isn't it? Right. Um, you you could have essentially placed a hundred bids across a hundred players, but yeah, th that might mean that Panda no longer has a cash balance until some of those get executed. And yeah, I could leave three hundred thousand pounds of orders across the market <laughs> yeah. and have no cash balance. Yeah, exactly. But but also. You know, it, I'm not exactly getting a violin out for you, but it means that you then can't make, you can't move money from X to Y as, as quickly as you might want. It's devastating so, for the panda. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I think it's it's a good thing, but it's also devastating for the market, right? Because if you have it's, no, 10, in all seriousness, 10 all pandas seriousness, yeah. who, who can't move around their money, then yeah, 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 it yeah. becomes very and, liquid. And think about it. If let's say, um, plea at Munching Gladback, any player you can name, I mean, you know, I. I always feel funny naming players because people assume, um, you know, there's an incentive behind it, but I was just looking about him. So let's say he scores a hat-trick this weekend, right? I might want to try and match my um, orders. Um, so I may want to allocate my 10 bids on a player to get my 3,000, but I might want to buy more of him. So by having that cap on the match engine part, it encourages me to move back to the market and buy more shares of Football Index, which keeps new bets being placed and revenue. So... That makes sense to me. Also, the bid zone is very good. I doubt we will see a player in August, and I will be stunned if there was a blank pink box next to a player. It well, won't even happen. on Iron Robin? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, on five or six that retired players, then there'll be a blank pink box. But all this order book situation does is the pink box that you see which is the sell price that will be flicking that will be flicking uh, flickering around that will be kind of dropping here there so that will be maneuverable and flexible but the blue box and the dynamic on that price i think will remain fairly static yeah. so um i just think it's it's such a breath of fresh air and it encourages new traders into the market and um i think Give it time, you know, read, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's see it implemented. We've, I've heard the, the same complaints around IPD and all sorts as you probably have as well. I mean, God, I learned a lot off the original 
guys on the platform because you've seen far worse than this. You know, you were around when there was just media. So it's it's I'm convinced it's a, a massive positive step in the right direction. I, I'm loving it so far. I mean, I, after yeah, I digested yeah. it, had a had a bit of a chat. I think a lot of people, what, what I, I advise people to do with any of these announcements, your first gut human instinct is to always act emotionally. And the more emotional a reaction or action is, the more likely it is to be irrational and illogical. And I, and I would urge people with any of these announcements to just like really read it through digest it ask certain questions and then construct your thoughts because i don't think it does anyone any all all the all the what i would call most uh constructive accounts on fi and the ones on twitter who kind of do the most good for the platform um are, all of those people took time to kind of like react to it they weren't oh god okay this 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 it, you have to digest these things and kind of like even if it takes you a day two three don't be scared to be you, you shouldn't feel like you have to be the first person to react to something no no and i didn't even understand it fully no i i was kind of reading it last night and it's everyone scrambles and everyone's obsessed with getting onto the timeline straight away and throwing statements and it's like well you, you haven't read it yet and you haven't bothered to even understand it but at the same time yeah it, it, it's scary for it's scary for some and it's it's new and I don't think the timeline is particularly helpful at times because people overcomplicate it. You know what I'm like? I always try and simplify things. That's like one of my big mantras. And just even if you just think about it, that I have an opportunity to to sell a player um, where, you know, like at, at a price which is better than instant sell and it gets me out of a position and I can use the cash to buy someone else and catch a role. Like the maneuverability it gives us all as traders is... Um, I think it's great, yeah, yeah. My other big thing while I'm onto mantras is self-scouting, but that's another thing for another day. I'm a big fan of that. You know, reviewing trades, and um, I just think making mistakes is such a healthy thing to do, but it's important to try and sit down every month and look back on what you've been up to over the last month mm. and analyse. Mm. Yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, and on that note, uh, I think we'll, we'll leave that for next episode, but uh, we need to go into the yeah. Q&As. But before we uh, do... Before we go into go Q&As, my friend, my friend. Go on. You hammered me for a tweet I put out, didn't you? A couple. Like, oh, I'm yeah. Looking at, now, listen, now. <laughs> I'm looking at media today, right? Let me bring it up. And... I, won't, I won't have it. Whatever no, you, whatever you, you say, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Uh... <laughs> this is just belittling me. Go on, right? go on, go on. Right. Sancho today, and you can name any player, he's had so many mentions... But he's blown out of the water where he was by Luke Shaw, who picked up 220 points for one article. So like, how can you have 220 points for one article and 20 for another? Don't you think when they look at sentiment and maybe it does have to stay around, we need to bunch it up a bit. So you may have 20 versus 60. Because like, how can you have a 220 point article? Well, I mean, look, I personally want to see... Um... I think I think I've come to the conclusion, for me personally, that I think media media <laughs> yeah. media should be about everything, right? But I think the yeah. things that should get most richly rewarded yeah. are the things that directly link to football, and that are the most positive, right? So um, game winners, uh, blockbuster transfer, record uh, transfer, whatever it may be. I I think the FI using you know the people they've got internally or uh, a third party 
can create a scoring matrix for media buzz. And I'm sure, I'm sure someone like FBI Trader, right? I know we, you know, he who should not be named in front of Panda. Yeah, my uh, Voldemort. <laughs> your Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> We, I'm, I'm sure he could scrape every single word that's used in titles so far in 2020, and I'm sure he could give you like a, uh, he could he could probably attribute which are the the least used positive words and give them a really high score. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, th- th- there is some way of yeah, making the, the, that matrix very robust there, and making I agree it that, like reward yeah, the, the, the players that get. You know, there is a way. In the best way. There is a way to do that, <laughs> but for simplicity, I didn't think it was such a bad tweet that I'd get <laughs> undressed behind the scenes of removing. <laughs> of removing. Oh, shocked! Sentiment. I thought that was the end. You said that's the worst tweet I've ever written, or something like that. I mean, sorry. To me, if it should just be number of mentions, if you are, because like, I know what you're saying. You don't want people that score blockbuster winners. To be hard done by but if you score a blockbuster winner surely you're going to be written about more anyway maybe it's so going to come through maybe but anyway we can uh, we'll okay, okay, if bit. we had no sentiment scoring today you could literally have like pogba on nine and kane on seven and then like the rest of the team players on like five or six and yeah. and then it i don't know it's just like if, if if today right if we did it today on my method um sancho's had nine mentions so he'd be top kane and pogba have had five so they'd be in second place. Luke Shaw's only had one. He's not even in the media today. So why he's popped up with a 220-point score, God only knows. Neymar has had two, so he'd sit in fourth place. And then Holanda's had... Oh, Holanda's had five, so he'd be in joint second place. So I, I, I wouldn't know what it's like modelled, but um, sometimes I struggle to see why we need to overcomplicate things with a sentiment matrix. You know, if you're in the news and you're being covered a lot, then simple as that, you could be rewarded. Anyway. Anyways, 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 anyways. All right. Uh, Well, before we move on to the Q&A, today's episode is brought to you by The Athletic. They're uh, an amazing subscription-based sports site delivering in-depth sports coverage. They're featuring amazing football reporters such as Rafa Honigstein, who wrote an amazing article about everything that you need to know about uh, Bundesliga coming back on uh, definitely check that one out uh, they are available for £2.49 a month if you use the athletic.co.uk slash fig it basically gives you 50% off your annual subscription which is not half that uh, Panda anything you've been buying for £2.49 recently yeah you know, what, you know what you know what I bought <laughs> I bought this PSM1 shock mount that doesn't fit my microphone thanks to and it doesn't work so you more know sabotage from fig complete sabotage first of all dodgy sound quality then faulty equipment and then you know uh replacement contracts being drawn up so not happy severance package is going to be massive um (laughs) are you are you going up for the questions first yeah come on i'll try and get through as many as we can um go on you go up first uh, right okay i'm just going to read them in order as i usually do um okay can you do a live watch along of the fury senior fight if it happens <laughs> from fi show pony so um, is that to you i'm presuming i guess but you still have to answer i mean that uh, rules the game. i mean uh, i don't know like i can't i very rarely stayed up for for fights mm. in, in my life like mm. i i just don't have the i don't know was it um T- testicular pe- fortitude pe- <laughs> I think uh, May uh, no not May with uh, Pacquiao Hatton back in the day yeah stayed yeah. up for that with my dad when I was I was, yeah. I was a youngin um, 
can't remember that many though. That many. My passion is in no. football, Panda. Okay, fine. So oh, to be to be no... fair, to be fair, I used to watch a lot of NBA when I was at uni, and some of those oh, yeah. games were were deep into the night, deep into the night. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do it. I do a different live different lifestyle there. Different, yeah, I do a live watch along for Pony. I'll tell you something else, Fig, while I'm... Well, I have so many random thoughts. Do you know spying on neighbours has gone up? What? Apparently really? now one in three of us are now avidly spying on our neighbours. Do you do any spying? No. No. Um, anyway, something to bear in mind. Uh, <laughs> go on, over to you. Uh, soccer Index. Who wins the Champions League when it returns? And will it favour or hinder PSG being rested prior to it? Manchester City win it, I believe. I don't believe any coach self-scouts and uses downtime better than Pep. Um, so I think City come back extremely strong. Sane's back. Some of the injuries have healed. So um, I think Man City win it. And will it favour or hinder PSG? Neutral on that. Mm. What about you? I Didn't I say PSG were one of my favourites? Back in the day, I think. Mm. I, mm. I think they could go all the way. I think this could be their year. Mm. If the Champions okay. League carries on. Yeah, which I don't... It mm. feels unlikely, but maybe in August. Mm. Um, it's me, isn't it? Go this, on. Oh, look at this. This is what I'm talking about. SOTD, good to have the main star of the show back. <laughs> mm, what lovely words they are. Uh Who's your big three for return to Bundesliga action and one dark horse? Oof. That's a tough question. I'll let, I'll let you have that one because I, I don't, no. I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, you can't. You don't like giving. Names, I don't really do like giving. I'd say that. I'd say that there's a lot of concern about trading in play with all these um, the spreads and the inability to instant sell. But by God, if Moussa Dembele is going up thirty four p for some Spanish tomato sauce sauce. Um, then who's to say one to two pound fifty players who score a couple goals aren't going to fly? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, and then there's obvious. I think there's the obvious like four or five who could win PB and media. So whether it's Sancho, Haaland, uh, Werner, Coutinho, um, I can't think of any others who who might be in it with a big shout of of MB and PB, but they could win a lot of dividends. Whether or not that moves their price up a lot, I'm not too sure. But I mean. That's mm. just my thoughts. Mm. I was nodding along there. I, who are my big three? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Alfonso Davis play after the hype. Mm. That'll be interesting how he scores up against the other Bayern defenders. Um, uh, Nkunku, mm. obviously at Leipzig, is one of my big, big, um, big fancies. And uh, um, maybe Marcus Turam. Mm, Although I still think it's a touch early for him, but maybe Tram. And I don't actually have a dark horse, so sorry about that. Hmm. Not not knowledge. There's a few in the eighty to one pound fifty category that I I think uh, may have not been uh, regulars or fit enough to play that I think could do all right. But um, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Is it my yeah. turn? Yeah. Um. Mm -mm -mm -mm. F.I. Gardner, Chiellini or Baratelli? I didn't get this one. Love it. I'm after random questions about, I don't know, cooking <laughs> or aftershaves. You know, the more the, the more variety, the better. Chiellini, what's my other option? Or Balotelli. I don't get it. Yeah, Chiellini for me. Oh, yeah, no me too. But I don't, I don't. I mean, you don't have to. I, I don't get I it either, just, but Chiellini for sure. 
It's got to be Chiellini. I mean, I think Balotelli is one of those uh, fairly overrated. I'm not even sure how talented he was players. <laughs> so Chiellini for me was a warhorse. And uh, Balotelli, I love Chiellini. Very talented, but I mean, mentality. Is he ta- I don't even know if that's just a cliche. Nah, I think like, he was is good. Is he talented? He I I would. What, remember his his run in the Euros? He was quality. Yeah. That, that game against he Germany, more... he was unstoppable. So was Michael Ricketts for Bolton. For yeah, I mean, it doesn't but, mean. But I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, let's let's not debate this. Especially quick fire. Go on, then. Yeah, we're meant to be quick Michael fire. Ricketts, right? Fucking Balotelli, oh, all right. Do, do, do you want to do, do you want to bring an Excel sheet up? You're going to need a random number generator. Oh dear. Okay. All right. Is this the right. the dreaded RC question? Yes. Go on. Yeah. The the maestro. Random I would like F, at FI guide to use a random number generator for one to two hundred. <laughs> so please give me that number. Whatever the number is, you've then got to. Hang on. Please then equate it to a player. Oh, yeah, we know that. Yeah. Right. Tell us what you would bid for the player and why. Wow. So I'm going to bring so up the top mad. 200 and I need you. Let me put it in order. Go on. I need you to give me a number right. and then I will tell you, you who that You let is. me know why I can, when I can generate this bad boy. Right. Generate the number now. Oh, my God. 89. 89 is player Moussa Diaby at Leverkusen. He's £2.37. What would you... What would you bid for him? Right now. Hmm. Uh, depends how cheeky I'd be. Um, so so I, I was thinking about this question, and I think there's a, there's a bit of nuance. I know I'm kind of dragging out, but if the spread was there right now, if the spread was <laughs> yeah. like, I'd probably go like 215 or something like that. That's cheeky. It's yeah. che- it's, I said it would be cheeky, right? But yeah. if the spread was closer, say if that instant sale price was £2 now, I'd probably go, probably push myself out to 220 ish 225 why not i mean he's got mm. he's got the bit of the bundesliga's back i mean if anyone scores it's as i said you know if 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 musa diaby's uh, musa diaby i've just combined musa dembele and abby diaby weirdly it's because no it's musa diaby oh it is musa diaby no, that's his name no oh, i've combined musa diaby ah oh, my brain's just completely gone if musa diaby no if musa dembele <laughs> goes up 34p off of random spanish source then i think as i said pound to two pound fifty those players they can go up a, a lot by scoring a couple goals and i think because mm. if you win do you know what the other thing football index haven't done have they announced whether or not p the dividend cut time is going to be 8 p.m for pb no i think it i think it's going to be remain three, but that three o'clock I, I was in a bit of two minds there but anyway yeah two if the, if the spread was how it is now, £2.10, £2.15. If it was, you know, £2 yeah. instant sale, I'd go 2 225 Okay. Over to you. Over to me. Lua Lua, who's the biggest name or most interesting person you tried to get on the pod? And for Panda, is there an interesting story behind don't catch a falling knife line on your Twitter bio? And FI Venture C, mm. who's I think your number one fan, said always yeah. wondered this second part. It doesn't give a crap about Fig. Mm. He just wants mm. to know. Well... In terms of um, Betfair trading, in, in, a, in a given sporting event, what I tend to see is, um, uh, let me think about, like a tennis match. Let's think about a tennis match. You may have periods of uh, fluctuation in the pattern. So a player might run away, you know, with the first set 6-1. And then, you know, the price bounces back up like a bouncy ball and, you know, if you're astute enough and you can obviously identify patterns, you can see some resistance building and the player pulls himself back into the match and maybe wins the second set. And generally what I found is that um, the more resistance and more energy you put into 
uh, a comeback or pulling yourself equal in a sporting event, that fatigues you. And, um, and that quote there references a lot of losing money I made in the past where uh, a price was sinking and a player was kind of dead on his feet. And I expected him to kind of bounce back and play well, uh, but he didn't. And it was just like a falling knife. So you catch that and you're going to cause a lot of damage to your hands. And, and that equates to me losing money. So it's just a reminder that, you know, not every price bounces back. And um, and some some teams or players are kind of beaten, basically. So don't look for any upturn in form. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Huh. Should I even bother answering that that part for me? Otherwise... Uh, I well, mean, how, how, what, do you don't even use the quote? No, 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 no. The other part, the other <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah, no, use the. No, I want to see the other. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Uh, wow, well, I tried to get David Amoyal back uh, once. Who? David Amoyal. The, the oh, uh, the film buff. No, no, the, the, the uh, Calcio Land. Yeah. yeah, but he loves films as well. Yeah, he he does adores love films, films and music. Um, yeah, yeah. I tried to get, but that, that was that was good. very early on. In the, I, I reckon I'd probably be able to get him on now. But I mean, I bet you could. Um, uh, oh probably that is probably the biggest name back in it but that was honestly like two years ago so that was very early on it was very mm. ambitious of a, of a younger fig yeah. um yeah, yeah. now i guess i want to get fico on or do you know who i would want to get on i'd want to get someone on from nasdaq mm. that's that's the that's the one that i've tried before actually oh yeah um that's a good answer. someone from nasdaq on the kind of gambling technology side of things mm. that would be mm. good Mm. Uh, is it your question? Yeah, uh, FI Ben, if you could have one active league for the remainder of the season besides the English Premier League, who would you choose? Probably Germany because there's loads of goals. Okay, but uh, not Germany. Oh, not Germany because it's active. Uh, probably Serie A. I, 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 I don't know. Like, mm. oh, maybe even Liga. I'd probably say Liga, just because I don't know. I. I Bar- watching Barcelona now is honestly torrid. Watching Real Madrid mm. is maybe even worse because Zidane seems to be the most conservative coach, coach in the world. Yeah, I'd rather probably just watch Neymar and Mbappe play against a bunch of farmers. Yeah, I think uh, I'd like the French league to come back if I had to pick one. It's a shame. Yeah, I'd go French as well. Funny enough. Mm. Yeah. Um. What about... We've probably got about 10 minutes left, haven't we? I'm going to race through these now. Baz, uh, does the new matching system make it more difficult to sell for a good price, given you compete against other sellers? Have you currently held bets effectively now... Have currently held bets effectively now lost some value, and will this negatively affect market growth, given trading is largely now peer Crikey, that's the opposite of a quickfire question. Um, Does the new matching system make it more difficult to sell for a good price? I don't believe so on the on the right player because I still think we're going to have real demand for for good assets and good footballers and so you can add them to the market queue like normal and I think they'll sell. Um, but does it make it more difficult to sell for a good price given you compete against other sellers? Um, I, I, do, what do you think about that one? First of all, I don't think it changes things dramatically in the short term. Mm, no, I agree with you. I don't think okay. we're going to see much difference. Um, have currently held bets effectively now lost some value? No. Not at all. Not The at all. way no. the market mechanics work does not affect the intrinsic value of play. I see this a lot when people are like, oh, they've moved the goalposts if instant sell moves. No, like that is that does not affect the intrinsic value of a player. No, when I go to buy a player, I mean, I actually, I tell a lie. About a year ago, 
or maybe 18 months ago when I first joined, I used to buy footballers sometimes that say £1.50 that had an instant sale price of £1.40 on them because it felt like a bit of a gamble, you know, being a bit loose, a bit like a loose and kind of, uh, I don't know, an experimental phase. And I thought I can get myself out of jail with the uh, instant sale being so tight. But I knew that the player was, you know, I was gambling on a transfer or I didn't believe in the dividends he could return. So, um, so uh, I forget where I was going with that. So essentially, though, no, it doesn't change. When I buy a player now, that's what I was sorry I was going to say. When I used to buy players about 18 months ago when I was first on the platform, I used to look at the instant sale price and kind of use it as a get out of jail free card. But you shouldn't be doing that. And ultimately, when I buy a player now, what I model and what I care about, you know, is potential dividend returns, whether that be moving closer to winning dividends, i.e. going from a, a reserve team to the full team, or actually winning them now and uh, here and now. So it's all about dividends for me. So my calculations, it's irrelevant what the instant sell is. You know, I'm not planning to instant sell. Uh, will this negatively affect market growth? Market cap growth, even given trading, is now largely peer-to-peer. No, I, no, I don't think so. No. I think it will get people out of shitholes easier, and <laughs> they can then put their money in good holds. I mean, it's all obviously subjective. I'm not going to name who's a shithole, but no, I think it will uh, encourage lots more trading, and uh, people will grow to love this. Honestly, I think that. Hmm. Your turn. Okay. Uh, I suck. I did myself a disservice there. It's meant to be quick fire, but I couldn't help it. Uh, buzzing pool. I'll be quick on that. It would be good to get some in early insight into potential early bid strategies from a Betfair Exchange Pro. Um, are there any criteria we could use when deciding which players to bid for? And once we have decided on players, what methods calculations could we use to set our bid price? <sighs> Bloody hell. I may, an- I may answer that next week. You may answer that next week. Should we shelf that one then? Yeah, I mean, I can answer it here and now, but that's quite a lot to that, and that's quite difficult. I'm happy to share insight into that question, but it's quite hard in a quick-fire format. Okay, let's leave that for, for next. Okay. We'll, we'll put that in the main part of the show next week. Okay. Uh, football Index Focus, let me ask you this then, Fig. How does the addition of the matching engine affect the ability for FI to capture the gambling market, where this is an obvious overture to investors? By gambling, I refer to those punters who FI targeted heavily in 2019, who use smaller, uh, bet smaller accounts on Ackers, accumulators, etc. I don't think so. I think that on the face of it, you will just see buy and sell still. Uh, you'll have to drill down to actually manoeuvre into the kind of order and instant sell side of things. So I... I I don't know. I'll leave that as my quick fire thing. I think we that, can talk, that's a good I think we can talk think, about that th- more more in other in other pods. I think this does nothing to capture the people that want to go into Paddy Power and whack on an accumulator. What this does is capture people that maybe spend they're not completely recreational gamblers. They are people that think about their gambling, you know? And they're willing to maybe use a bet fair or or to um or to write down their bets and record them. So for people like that, I think it attracts those. I don't think it attracts punters like FI Focus is uh, referring to. Um, right. Last couple from you. Uh, what have I got here? What have I got? Uh, What's left? What is left? What is left? Uh, I've got one more. Uh, buzzing pool. It would be good to get some 
early insight into a potential early bid strategy from Petfair Exchange Pro. Well, I just read you that. <laughs> we said we were shelving that for next week. My God. Talk about tuning out from the... Pet- I mean, you, you're just... Oh, it's up. that's just outrageous. Leave that in. <laughs> oh, mate, I've completely lost my head. You just you just all of a sudden switched to I off. swear you didn't say buzzing pool. You said someone else. Oh, sorry, I didn't say buzzing pool, but I did read. Okay, so that's that's why it confused me. So I've so, okay. I've 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 stopped reading now. My brain is in full. You've literally switched off. Question yeah. ask, but you you didn't read the name. You got to credit the. Sorry, I've got to there. credit. Yeah, sorry. Um, that's my bad. Oh god, uh, I nearly asked you a tough one there. What? Uh, Lee Collins, what is your plan for exiting 22,500 Sancho? First of all, it's 23,250 now because <laughs> I'm still buying. So that's correction <laughs> number one. Uh, what's my plan for exiting? I don't have a plan. Well, I guess you, I do have a plan. That, that's a lie because um, every trade I enter, I've got a plan. But the roadmap in very condensed form is a big dividend increase this summer, a move to Manchester United this summer or next summer. Uh, huge success at Old Trafford or a club that he goes to. So exit plan of around maybe 30 quid. <laughs> I'm just happy to win the dividends till then. You know, if you, I, I think we've got a share split as well coming up. So, and in terms of the mechanics of exiting, I may leak uh, a thousand every time he scores a goal when that time comes around. Oh. You know, when I believe he's a fair value. Mm. So... Yeah. All right, you've got, you've got one more and then I've got one more because I'm looking at one right now that isn't buzzing pools that's going to be quite good. All right, mate. Uh, da, 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 da. What's a good last question? Um, uh, there are quite a few here. I think... Um... Oh, here you go, yeah. FI Salad Boy. If I put £10,000 into an, a tracker, I'm assuming an FI tracker as opposed to a FTSE 100, and left it, what do you think it'd be worth in a year? First of all, which one? Ah, let's say FI Salad wants to... Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. Um, Not yawning. Well, yeah, well, that was a yawn. Let's say the Tracker 100. So you put £10,000 into the Tracker 100. What's it worth in a year? How much is the Tracker 100 now? A Tracker 100? Yeah, but the value of the holding is £10,000. Oh, the value of the holding. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. For some reason, I I I thought ten thousand. <laughs> I've honestly lost my head. I've lost my head completely. I've been staring no, at these I'm, questions. I'm dragging. I'm dragging you over the line. You're dragging me over the line. This is the no, last, last five minutes. Um. Huh, in a year, then I mm. like seventeen thousand five hundred pounds. That's not. Yeah. I'm going to be more. But I think you, actually. Yeah. Oh, should I guess what you're going to say? Go on. I thought you, I thought you'd come out with something like twenty-two. I, I was going to say twenty-two, <laughs> but that's amazing, actually. God, you know me well. That's really scary. I was going to say twenty-two, yeah, <laughs> because I think we've got the share split. Oh, um, but just a guess, obviously. Fair. Okay. Uh, so I, your last. I, I've got this one from Fi Jim. Right. Fi Jim. Really good. Yeah. You're looking at this one. Yeah. All right. Would love you guys to discuss opportunity cost with the new matching engine. Will we? We will have the chance to buy those players with negative sec- sentiment at a significant discount. How will you gauge when to place bids? Brackets tying up funds and when that money is better off in a player. And he says, "By the way, glad you're back." Panda emoji. Mm. Thank you for the uh, welcome back. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's a good question. So when I buy a player, 
I jot down the current buy price and I try and have an estimate in my head of what price that player is going to reach each quarter. So every three months looking forward, um, it, it kind of come, becomes as simple as when when I can pick up a, a negatively a negative sentiment footballer and I believe the rise on him is going to exceed the rise on another option, I will then go for the negative sentiment footballer. Mm. So it just comes down to who I believe. Nice little equation, man. Yeah, I kind of come up with it on the spot, but I I want to buy the player who I believe has got the largest rise in the next three months. That's genuinely how I operate. So simple as that, really. So I'd be monitoring it constantly and scouring the market. And yeah, if a player had negative sentiment, um, I'd look to pick him up if, if, if I thought the rise was big. Doesn't always work, but what about you? <sighs> I... I was talking about this with someone today actually like how are you going to use it Fick? how are you going to use it and like i actually i actually think i'll probably start by topping up with my own holds and the reason i say that is because i've already got like a firm valuation of the players that are in my portfolio currently and it will be mm. easier for me to place bids on those players and what i deem a very good discount on those players mm. that i've also already valued very well if that makes sense mm. so that's mm. gonna uh, that's gonna be phase one for me uh is gonna be let me place a few buy orders and players i already hold because i know why i've bought them and if i can uh, afford to buy more and risk more on those players then i'm gonna do so and it's gonna be the easiest way for me to kind of get used to the mechanism that's an excellent excellent answer mm, mm. i'll give you credit there you give me credit that's probably what that's probably how i'll use it initially i'll use to um cement my portfolio of about 18 to 20 players and um and kind of build them up um although i've got no cash balance at the moment and i've kind of just oh, I, i'm not I personally today as well yeah i'm not i'm not gonna wait I, I, yeah i also i just i, I, I saw a few tweets now. actually oh people are just gonna hold cash until then i mean i've, I've unfortunately got it's a very dangerous game because you're gonna it's not dangerous and it may work out but i'm not convinced because i think you could miss some very healthy rises um by sitting and waiting so on fi i tend to just buy sooner rather than later yeah (sighs) all right all righty uh what a comeback i think that's all we've got time for 58 minutes on the clock Uh, a little bit of a blunder there from me earlier but uh, i have to admit to you panda i'm in desperate need of a piss so my mind was slightly elsewhere although although apparently that's kind of counter i've just made that excuse up actually because when you really need a piss you concentrate harder apparently apparently scientific studies show have you read that yeah have i I made that up I don't know. I don't, there's lots of things like that I want to ask you. I was going to ask you today about how you used to live without a mobile phone. I was thinking about that. Like, that was impossible back in the day, but we'll save that for next week. <laughs> I've, ac- <laughs> I've accidentally just clicked on a, a Google link, which was urine concentration test, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. The colour test is the good thing for urine. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Oh, just search for Panda. I'm sure it'll top up. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll pop up. <laughs> He's massive, gargantuan. Uh, you can gargantuan. Find, you can find me on uh, FI Guide, but don't search for that. Search for my new video on YouTube about the order book announcement, how it works. I made a very crude Photoshop of uh, who was it, Cristiano Ronaldo, and how. It would work. <laughs> oh, that was a classic. <laughs> it yeah. work in real life. I got a bit of stick from that from Dazzler FI, who was actually oh, yeah. uh, who was one of our early favourites, wasn't he, for the um, 
for the quiz that we did. But yeah, until he until he bombed, until on, he my, bombed. On, my, on my on my trick question. <laughs> but he was like he was like nice Photoshop fig, and then I got a compliment from someone else, and I added it in, and I was like, see, Dazda, some people loved it. Um, but uh, as <laughs> no, long as he was... explained it. Good video and uh, yeah, well done on that. Cheers. Thank you everyone out there. Uh, hope you guys are all keeping safe. Keep staying safe and uh, yeah, have a great day. Remember Football Index is a gambling platform. Only bet what you can afford to lose. Thank you very much everyone.